0: Welcome to the Love Show brought to you by eHarmony. We're going to spend the next 45 minutes talking about relationships, love, and dating. My name is Grant Langston. I'm here at a little round table <laughs> with a, a very day. tan genius, Simos. <laughs> this is a question show. You send us your questions. We share years of advice, years of advice, years of experience <laughs> and advice about how to sort out your problems. Um, You know, that's what the show's about. You can write your question and send it to asktheexperts at eHarmony.com. You can visit our online magazine called eHarmony Advice and click a button there called Ask the Experts and send us a question that way. Um, We've got decades of experience (laughs) doing this, frankly, together. (laughs) We do. (laughs) And, you know we've been running a website that helps people find love for a mm-hmm. long time. So, uh, tremendous knowledge, I guess, <laughs> compared to most of the Yahoo's out there about how to, uh, yeah. run your search for love. And we're happy to share what we know with you.
1: The real talk, Grant. We give the real talk. The here. real deal. We really
0: do. How did you get such a tan? She <laughs> willikers. This you woman, like my <laughs> you know, she's, uh, she's a white girl. Oh, <laughs> But she's very tan. I'm a Greek girl, number she's one. She's a Greek and, girl. Is Greek. That, isn't that white, though?
1: Yeah, but like, Greeks have a Mediterranean. Very tan. Yeah, I'm pretty tan. She's I been w- in
0: Hawaii. I was
1: in Maui for a week, and it's the best oh, place.
0: Oh, in Maui the for a week. Listen to you, what a world. life you're living. She's in the clubs. She's <laughs> in Maui. Not the clubs.
1: I'm in Maui, though. I saw
0: a picture of her learning to surf. <laughs> Jeannie's life is like some <laughs> kind of novel.
1: <laughs> some kind of novel Fantastic. that's right some kind of novel <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let's uh, see if we can help some of the peoples out there today yeah <laughs> enough about looks like a stack of questions knowledge. here
1: let's share did let's i share see the knowledge.
0: word boobs in one of these things i don't know Possibly. maybe not maybe not is that what you're
1: looking for Grant? Let's it, see.
0: it just popped out of me it did all right listeners uh oh, yeah. now that i have your attention let's let's go yeah
1: here we go okay first one hi I have recently met a woman who I've fallen head over heels for. I'm pretty sure I love her, but she hasn't been up front, and I still can't seem to get her to be honest with me. We met at a local pub a few months back, and she told me she was married but had been separated for two years. She was very convincing with the story, but I recently found out she was still sort of with her husband while seeing me. She's promised me now that it's been... Uh, over between them, but there's, there's days where she won't even reply to my messages and I won't hear from her until the following day or days. Like Grant's face right now. Oh, is like, come I on. wish I had a shot of Grant's expression. <laughs> okay. My gut tells me she's with him as she won't answer if I call or message her during those times. All of my friends have advised me not to continue to sing her as they've told me they felt she was flirty with them. I know I shouldn't be with her, but I'm crazy about her. Grant, what do you think?
0: Stop, stop, stop. I got a timeout sign, you know, the famous football timeout sign. Timeout. Did I just see a a sentence here that says, as my friends have told me they felt she was flirty with them. Yeah. I mean, all my friends have
1: advised me not to continue seeing her. Well,
0: there's the third strike. It's right there on the corner of the plate. The ump has called the strike. You must return to the dugout. This woman is trouble with a capital T.
1: Serious, yes. And
0: you're crazy about her, buddy. You got to get a grip on that. This this woman is going to make you miserable. (laughs) She's going to destroy you in a second. Totally. Oh, it's going to be swift. She's going to destroy you. And you better run for the hills. That's my, that's my, boy, my advice is quick.
1: I mean, okay.
0: (laughs) I just threw the paper in the floor. They met,
1: Grant is riled up. They met at a local pub a few months ago. Kate, okay, you just met a few months ago. So you don't really know her very well. You love, you're pretty sure you love her. I don't know if you can really love oh, someone you've known for. You're in like, you're infatuated with her. You're like exactly. desiring her. Don't confuse it with real love. This woman also is dishonest with you. She's unavailable. When someone is not responding to you for days at a time, there with someone else period so your intuition is right your friends are also right friends are right you like you i don't know if you like to touch the stove and you like to play with fire but that's what you're doing so that's it you you need to you need to run away from this lady she's a liar she's flirting with your friends like if you like want to go down that pathway to pain then just, keep going. I want right? to ask this
0: guy a question. <laughs> okay. If if I could make him appear right in front of me, yeah. I would say, you know, what kind of guy does it take to hear all of your friends tell you this woman is bad for you? And you're like, nope, I just don't believe it. She, mm-hmm. I, You know, I'm, I think I can make this work. This is how guys are. If the woman's hot enough,
1: that's yeah. they're like,
0: I got to make this work. I know. I know. I get it. She's, she's a criminal. Yeah. I get it. She's, you know, she... Beats dogs. I get it, but she's so hot, i got to make this work. i got to make this work. Well, what happens
1: work. in those situations, Grant?
0: Well, two things happen. Number one, they get a lot uglier over time <laughs> as right. you deal with mm-hmm. all of that crap. Mm-hmm. And you start to go, wow, it isn't worth it. That's the Doesn't first thing matter. that happens. And the second thing is it starts to be done to you. She starts to roll over you the way oh, she's yeah. rolling over all these other people and you start to say, wow, she's not nice or she's a liar or she's this or she's she's flirting with my friends. You know, after a while, you learn the lesson but you're a smoldering heat of, of refuse at that right. point as she has destroyed you and moved on to the next guy. So listen, just, you know, cut out all that drama from your life yes and don't 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 mess with this woman and maybe you need a new pub i hope it wasn't your local that she was in because that's uh you, you don't want to lose that to this woman move on pal move on Wait, please move on move on move on. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs>
1: what do you think we think you should
0: the two of us all your friends yeah we <laughs> all think the same thing yeah
1: and if you, pr- you pr- proceed then i'm not going to feel sorry for you if something yeah. terrible happens because you're going to be asking for it all right
0: next question next
1: I am relatively attractive and in shape for my age. I'm educated. I have a good job. I've been in the same field for years. I have a well-grounded, successful grown child. I tend to be honest, the kind of woman you introduce to family. However, I have relationship issues, OCD, and chronic mild depression. I've been married and divorced twice, though my spouses and I remain on good terms. I answer high for the question about level of neuroticism. I knew that would scare guys off, but I want to be honest but I am not someone who lives from crisis to crisis or welcomes drama. I'm loyal and faithful. I require a decent man who meets my standards, but I don't know whether I stand any chance of someone decent being willing to overlook my problems. Do you have any experience with this dilemma? Thanks, Linda.
0: Of course we have experience with this. Of course. First of all, because of course many people have these problems. Yeah. So this is an easy question to answer. Your your question is very direct. Mm -hmm. Do I stand any chance with someone decent, well, you certainly do, and I'll tell you why. Because the the problems you have are not apparent on the on the on the very front end of the relationship. If you didn't have a nose, for example, you would have a problem yeah. meeting decent guys, right? Because they're gonna look at your face and they're gonna, holy smokes, this woman doesn't have a nose. Right. I don't want to date her. Yeah. So that's the question you asked you're not gonna have a problem meeting good people because it seems like you you have your life together Mm -hmm. on the outside. Mm -hmm. But that's not even the real important question. The important question is, when do you talk about all this stuff? And how do you frame it? And I think uh, that's not a first date question, that's not a first date conversation, that's not a second date conversation, that's not even a third date conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you wanna be pretty darn sure you like the person a lot And they like you a lot that's not six months in but it's not the third or fourth date I would you know it's individual but I would say sometime in the second month if you have seen the person five times or something and you're like I really like this guy and he really likes me it's time to just sit down and say okay let me uh, tell you more about myself and you know the 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 fact that you've been twice divorced is probably going to come up before that, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's any. I mean, that's not that unusual anymore. I don't think I would get into all of this stuff. Uh, your personality issues, you know, depression and neuroticism and OCD. I don't think I would get into that stuff even in the divorce conversation. I would talk about that honestly. Your lessons, et cetera, et cetera. Um but then you're going to have to have this conversation and it's going to be a good litmus test. Yeah. Because the guy that says, "Oh, really? Okay, listen, I got to get up really early tomorrow. I got to make a call to Europe." Mm-hmm. Right. That guy is not the right guy for you. And the guy that says, "Oh, I have some of these issues too." Or how do you feel you cope with these things and yeah. talks with you and wants to learn about how you handle these things uh, that's a guy that's, that's a, a higher thread count that's a more quality person so do I think you may lose some good candidates I do You know, mm-hmm. there may be some guys that just are like ah, I'm not qualified to yeah. be with you you yeah. seem like you need somebody who's got some experience in these things you may lose a couple guys. That's fine, mm-hmm. but eventually, I think you will meet one or two or a few guys who are like, "Yeah, yeah, these are not totally uh, unusual traits to have in today's life, and or I'm it. happy no. to deal with them." So don't, don't. I, I would say to you, don't feel despondent or worried. Uh, just get out there and start living it, and um, you know, bring it up at the right time.
1: Totally, totally agree. Um, I, feel, I feel like the issues you have are so common. I know a lot of people with OCD. I know a lot of people who struggle now and then with depression. And I, I know a lot of people who are super neurotic, half my friends. So I, I feel like, no, it's true though.
0: Half your friends I mean, are super neurotic? Oh well,
1: yeah, some of them are. I mean, not half, but.
0: Okay, not half. I'm
1: just saying, Grant, like this stuff's pretty it's com- common. It's very common. So I, I wouldn't be so concerned about it. The fact that you are loyal, you're faithful, you're in good shape, you're grounded, you don't like drama. Like you seem to, you know, in my mind, you know, want to have a healthy, happy life. And if you're, you know, deal with your issues, like we all do, we, none of us come without baggage right so especially as you get a little older and you're dating there's definitely baggage out there so I wouldn't be so concerned about it honestly I I just would get to know the person and then they'll kind of see who you are in time and you can have open conversations when you're comfortable with them um the marriage divorce thing I don't think that's a big deal either I mean it depends on the circumstances obviously but I I feel like you are a great candidate because of your good qualities so focus on those and what you bring to the table which is a lot Right. Um, person with good character who's you know a good human being and cares and is thoughtful like that that's huge yeah. so um i would focus on that stuff and i think that you should be fine to be honest with you
0: listen men love loyal yes you know that's a big trait that men have mm-hmm. men like a woman that they know is in their corner and will tell them that and so you, you know it's a little weird to say you know i'm a very loyal person that that's a weird thing to bring up yeah but when they see that trait or if if it comes what do your friends say about you right that's kind of a common what are what are three things your friends say about you if you said well they think i'm loyal that would be uh an impressive thing i mm-hmm. think um so yeah we're less worried than you are yeah absolutely um, we think you'll do fine absolutely good Linda. luck good luck, good luck.
1: Okay. Next up. Next Jeannie. up, we got someone just wanted to write in and say hi to us, which I thought well, you liked. <laughs> uh hi Grant and Jeannie. I love your show. The advice is amazingly practical and warm hearted, and your banter and good natured conversation is really fun. Oh,
0: oh sweet.
1: Jeannie, don't change a thing about how you respond to Grant's what? answers. I think it's lovely and genuine. Oh,
0: Jeannie. You don't <laughs> don't go changing, Jeannie. Don't go changing.
1: <gasps> Uh, I did want to thank you for what you said about the woman who wrote the letter to the jerk apologizing for her text about the sexual assault training. Do you remember that? Grant? I do. I do. As a 62 year old woman, it was so nice to hear Grant comment on what you get with an older woman. I've noticed I'm blocked on certain dating sites by men of my age or even older. I'm not in their age range. It was so great to hear what Grant said. And it reminded me that I have a lot to offer, not physical youth, but hopefully the hard earned wisdom of living life. So, online dating cradle robbers, your loss. I dodged their bullets, as did the charming, eloquent lady who wrote in the question. She certainly deserved better than him. Keep up the great work. Do more episodes. Cindy.
0: Well, that's very nice. Let me just backtrack and explain a little bit about what she's talking about. So, we we had a woman that had a date, and, and after five or six great dates, they had a falling out over a misunderstanding. She wrote him a very lovely letter trying to explain herself just thoughtful and smart and and um, very wise kind of letter. And
1: she was like 50, I think. She was yeah. 50.
0: And, you know, the guy was, of course, too dumb to get it and said, I, I don't want to see you anymore. And I just made the point that, you know, that letter, that's something you get when you date someone that's past a certain age.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you get a person that's got the ability to apologize, the ability to talk about their feelings, the ability to, sort of say, I made a mistake and let's start over. Here's how we reframe that. So I just, uh, there's benefits to age. yeah. Um, and one of those is it's, it can be a lot easier to be in a relationship with somebody who's got a lot of relationship skills. So um, there you go. Well, yeah. thanks for writing Thank us, you, Cindy. Cindy. That's a very sweet letter.
1: Okay, good afternoon. I've been in a relationship with a lady since December 2018. though I met her in April of that year. Initial stages of our relationship were beautiful and lovely, but of recent, we've been getting each- on each other's nerves. She sort said, of like me and Eugenie. <laughs> right. What are you talking about, Grant? <laughs> she says I have a bad attitude, act insecure, and also react too personally to her jokes. As we speak, it feels like the spark has left the relationship. My apologies don't hold much water anymore. She also feels tired of the relationship. She still calls, but not like before, and is not convinced I'm the one for her. I love her very much and want this relationship to blossom. What can I do? Break up. Oh. Break up. Grant. Listen,
0: what can I do? Yeah. The other person is just soured on you here. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on between the two of you. I'm not on any of your dates. but mm-hmm. She says you have a bad attitude. You act insecure. You, you take her jokes personally. Uh, your relationship your your apologies she doesn't care for anymore (laughs) she says she feels tired of the relationship she calls you but she's not into it and she's not convinced that you're uh, the one for her what other hints do you need friend I know that this woman doesn't want to be with you I don't know why she's still calling maybe she just likes to go out and have a dinner with you or something but It hurts, I get it, Mm -hmm. but she's giving you every signal she possibly can that this is over. Um, You love her, I get it, but, you know, it just feels... I mean, I guess you could talk to her. Okay, so my advice is to break up, clearly. (laughs) I think this woman is giving you a lot of signs, but if that's just too much for you, I think you got to talk to her, and you got to sit down and say, Listen, I feel this and you say this to me and you've got this and this and this and you don't even seem to like me anymore and see what she says i i have to think she's going to confirm every hint and she's basically going to say i I just don't feel this is working
1: i mean this is what happens
0: this is what happens it's what's supposed to happen right so they met it's been about
1: eight nine months now and they met last december started dating and it was of course great in the beginning like usually it it is. is And then your um, differences start to become more pronounced over time. And it just seems to me that you're not compatible. That's kind of yeah. the sense I get from, you know, she doesn't like how you act. She doesn't, you're not getting each other's humor, like things like that. You know, if you, you just don't get each other. And she doesn't, you know, you don't understand our sense of humor. It's just a, that's a big, big problem. Yes. So I feel like it's just the relationships pretty much run its course. <laughs> and maybe nobody wants to pull the plug. But, but I will
0: pull the plug. Grant will
1: happily pull the plug.
0: <laughs> right here. <pop>.
1: Grant, <laughs> that's what happens when you meet. You Everything's great. You're like, oh, my God. And then, like, over time and everything settles down and, like, the, you know, the hormonal excitement <laughs> or whatever, the chemistry calms and simmers. Then you kind of see, like, then you're left to sift through, like, the reality. It's like, oh, okay, do we match, Do we fit in this area? Are we good fit here? Are we there? And then that, that's just this thing that sucks is a lot of times you find, oh, we really aren't. And you're blinded in the beginning but then you know once uh you've settled down you see that you're not compatible so i feel like that's what what's happened here unfortunately and it takes two to make a relationship work if she's not into it you shouldn't say look i still i'm still in this with you but if you're not let me know and then we can part ways like that's the mature thing to do so there's there you go. one other
0: alternative here what you know this woman has pointed out a number of his behaviors yeah. as being not good hmm maybe she's right maybe he does have a bad attitude yeah you know what you can change your attitude in a second maybe you do act insecure mm-hmm. maybe you say dumb things to try and make yourself seem yeah, cool that's and big possibly you know you gotta, here's, here's you what you want to ask yourself is she right mm. do you have a bad attitude are you insecure do you act too do you react personally mm-hmm. to to silly jokes? I mean, if those things are real, honest critiques of you, why don't you do something about them?
1: Or have you heard this before <laughs> from yeah. other people? Like, you know, is this something that's come up before Then maybe you do have an issue you need to resolve?
0: And, and if it's true and you fix it, maybe yeah. she's like, wow, you know, you really got on that. I, yeah. I'd really like to be with you. Mm-hmm. So there's something when you say, what can I do? Well, why don't you try and fix these things?
1: Take a look at yourself. Now, my
0: guess is you don't think they're problems. <laughs> right. And then you probably can't be with her. But maybe you should be honest and just see if you agree with her. Think about it. And if you do, there you go. You can make some changes.
1: That's a good suggestion, Grant. There you go. Yeah, it's very hard to look at ourselves.
0: Oh, it's very but hard. The
1: other thing you can do is you could ask you know, friends who you know will tell you the truth you could say, Many hey. Many
0: people don't have those kind of friends. I know. I feel shocked to yeah. just hear people's friends just tell them that they're fantastic. I mm. mean, if this guy has a friend, the chances are 95% of friends are going to go, what? You don't have a bad attitude. You're great. Yeah. I love your sense of humor. You yeah. Know I, you know, they're just going to build you up because guess what? They're your friends. Yeah. But-, but if you did have a person who was real, who's able to say, well, you do <laughs> You do have a bad attitude. Or like you're, you you're are super negative about yeah, everything. Right. Um, then that would be fantastic. Um, so you could just take a step mm-hmm. in the direction of improving your attitude. Let's say you're a negative person. You just get up every day. You You write down three things you're thankful for. Try and create some gratitude in your life. Yeah. Right? That's huge. And you just make that change and you see what happens to this relationship. Hmm. Maybe it takes traction and the woman's like, wow, you you know, say say nice things about her.
1: That's Anything's possible. I <laughs> so, love that idea. There you go. Very good, There's a Grant. little alternative that was, uh,
0: advice from you. Where'd
1: you pull that out of? <laughs> nice. I'm not
0: all <laughs> negative. I'm not all Mr. Breakup. <gasps> Gumper, breakup. I'm not <laughs> always that. Up. Sometimes I'm into growth.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes
0: I'm into self growth
1: I love that yes I am all about self-growth okay exactly. I was in a relationship with my two kids father on and off for a very long time started off wrong I left someone to be with him thinking life would be better because I had every th- reason to think it would the man I left was a decent guy but not exciting like the other guy the other guy wanted me to come his way for years and finally and I did he treated me horribly not sure if you know the author VC Andrews but I felt like my life was one of her books oh, her books are like I know her books Um, I was abused in so many ways and became pregnant with our second child. I felt like it was my job to make it work since I left a decent man who was a good provider and offered stability only to get treated horribly. I have trouble forgiving myself for that choice. Nine years later, I still can't. Initially, I moved to be with the other man who had nothing to offer, not even his own home. I was eight months pregnant working two jobs and finally got us moved into a home. Once this happened, I figured I earned his love. Nope. Six years later, I'm still not loving myself. We've broken up more times than I can count. Uh, every time I let him back in, after he goes and does what he wants, he comes back. I've met a guy here and there and there along the past 15 years, but never kept anybody around because my kid's dad always comes back in the picture and never allows my heart to be open to anyone else. I feel like I've been held captive to my heart and my love uh, and hope to be together. I know he's toxic to me, and I feel like he's a narcissist. I feel so low and not worth a thing because of him. I don't know what to do or how to let go when he comes by every day yet lives somewhere else now. I can't say no. Help.
0: Help. Yeah, I'm glad you My wrote in. My goodness. Well, I I can only read the pain in this letter. I know. It's so sad. It is a sad, sad story. So let me just say a few things. Uh, first of all, there are... Many, many women who've gotten out of situations this bad. True. So it can be done and you can do it. I am um, very wary of popping off, contrary to what you might think about me, I'm very wary of popping off with some silly advice mm-hmm. <clears throat> about how you fix this. Yeah. Because you've got children.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's this very guy, complicated. this guy sounds like a real douchebag. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I want to go very gently. Yeah, I think you need to sit down with a piece of paper and write down the people in your life that you can depend on outside of this relationship. Parents, siblings, friends, ministers, um, whatever. You need to get those people on a piece of paper so you have a real strong sense of who can help you. And then you need to go see those people. Reach out to those people and say, I got to get out of this. This is going to totally ruin my life. And by the way, your kids are seeing this whole horror show as Mm -hmm. well. Um, And so that's a bad thing for them. So you got to get out of this. And I can't share with you. I don't know what you need to do today and tomorrow to make this happen um, only that you have made some mistakes that does not make you a bad person you beat yourself up about those mistakes and you shouldn't you've just stepped in it and you don't know how to get out of it and the fact that you've got children in with this guy makes it very hard so i have a lot of sympathy for you and I think you should have some sympathy for yourself as mm-hmm. well and and cut yourself a break. All that matters is that you start to fix this. You start to get away from this joker and build a life that, that that is apart from him. That's all that matters. And you need to find the people who love you and that will start to help you do that.
1: Totally. That's
0: my best advice.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know there are so many cyclical relationships like this that are toxic and you go back and you go back over and over again, because I think partly because these types of people tend to like wear you down emotionally and they're manipulative. So they kind of make you feel like, a, it's your fault, the things that happen, which of course it's not, or be, you know, that you're just, you're not worth anymore. And you so you do lose this love for yourself in these types of relationships. So it's, you know, you have to be kind to yourself and know that, this has happened to many people and also many people do overcome and get out of it. It's just, you know, it probably will take time and you just need to like forgive yourself and just, you know, say I'm going to do the best I can today and then the best I can tomorrow. And like grants, like grant said, a support system is really important. And even like if you could get counseling, uh, go see someone low cost counseling, something mm-hmm. They're even like, they even have online now. I mm-hmm. mean, you can talk to people on the phone. There's so many different avenues. Because I feel like you have to start caring about yourself a little more. And then when you start caring about yourself a little more, then you sort of like, you know, want to be treated a little better. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's a process. Mm-hmm. This is, there's no simple like, just cut the cord and leave. Like it's really, it's complicated. There's deep rooted emotions involved. There's probably right. been like emotional manipulation and abuse and yes. all that kind of stuff here. So this is very, you know, this is a process.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. It, it is. And and I will say one last thing. Um, what happens in these situations is what I'll call a hopeless spiral. Yeah. You sit down one night after the kids are in bed and your husband's out running around and you think, okay, I got to fix this. And you look at the situation, you go, I got to get out of here. I don't have any money. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't know how to. So you you look at the Solutions that you think are possible, the options you think are possible, and you run through them and you go, I can't do that for this reason. I can't do that for this reason. I can't do that for this reason. I'm stuck. And then you slog through another three months. And then you get another quiet night and you sit down and you have the same thought. Yeah. And you look at the same options and nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. And every time you do that, you just get a little more hopeless. Yeah. Because you don't see any way out. The benefit of having conversations with other people in your life that you've never talked to this about is that they have other ideas that you don't have. They have other resources that you don't have. You know, when you say, I don't know how I can possibly leave. That person may say, well, I know a person who does this, who could give you this, or could help you get this. You're trying to, Reach out and create a network of ideas that will be fresh to you and give you hope and give you new doors to walk through. And that's why it's so important that you continue the conversation with as many people who might be able to help you.
1: Yes. Also, you know, remember that this guy, if he senses that he's going to lose you and you really are starting to get over this, and, you know, he will turn on the charm and he'll promise everything he'll
0: do he'll be charming he'll do everything
1: so just know that it's all going to be exactly like it was before that people don't really change especially these types of people so you have to start sort of building your own house so to speak you know And, and it's a process and talking to friends and like grant said and you you work two jobs it seems like you were supporting this guy so it seems like you're really able and can do a lot so give yourself some credit. And as far as that other relationship, that didn't work like that's in the past. There's no reason to like have regrets. Honestly, just, just right. do what you can today. Even if it's like writing down five things about yourself that you like, but just like start to look at yourself in a more positive light and then reach out to your support system around you. And eventually you're going to get there and you'll get out of this. You will. I have faith.
0: All right. Good luck All right, to good you. Good luck. Good luck.
1: OK, I hired a contractor to remodel my condo. He also helped me a lot through moving into and out of the new house, new houses. I'm a physician myself, somehow thought the constant communication and trust. I found myself uh, attracted to the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, a very handy man. I know. I know if he approaches me, though, regulations, he can potentially get into trouble if I was not the right person. I thought of approaching him myself. He appears single on social media, but you never know these days. I'm intimidating of the fact of asking him out because I was planning on hiring him in the future. And if <laughs> he rejects me, I'll probably feel embarrassed and not want to work with him anymore. Either way, it might be better not to work with him because I need to detach. I think about him a lot though. Yeah, Thanks. <laughs> Help.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I, feel your, I feel your pain, honey. I feel your pain. Um, <clears throat> She's like, what do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> you you hit it right on the head I don't think it's good to be in a relationship with the guy that's remodeling your condo um so you sort of have a choice you can get a different guy <laughs> to remodel your condo or you can get a different guy to to date um so I think I would wait till the work is over yeah if, I, if it was me but let's say the work is over mm-hmm I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, you know, it's been really fun doing this project with you. And I really like (laughs) you. And I want to go out. I mean, I wouldn't say it like that. But I think there's, listen, there's no man in the world that's going to dislike that. Yeah, You're a physician. um, He's going to, you know, he's going to react very positively. I know that uh, it's awkward for women to do that because they don't have any practice. But let me tell you, if he is in a relationship, he'll just tell you, yeah. "Oh, that's that's very flattering. Yeah, I'm dating somebody or uh, you know, whatever. I'm married. It's it's no shame and it's it's nothing that you should avoid. I think you ought to go for it." But I, think, yeah. I would not do it while he's working with but, you. It gets weird quick.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's other contractors out there in the well, world that's, though, what, that's that's right. But she's she said she may want to use him in the future though. So, I don't know. I mean,
0: I wouldn't date him if I want him to work for me. Yeah. Because, listen, I've known this situation from friends before. Really? Yes. Contractor? Well.
1: People working for you? A
0: lot of situations Mm. where the person now is like, wait a minute. Uh, I've known it from both sides where the person... Says, I don't want to pay you anymore. We're like sleeping oh, together. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and Bird's like, well, I'm doing work for you. Yeah. yeah. But you're my boyfriend. Shouldn't you just want to do the work? It just gets muddy. Yeah. And who needs that?
1: Yeah, true. That's true. Well, I don't know. I what kinda would f- you do, I, I kind of feel she thinks about him a lot. She's really into him. I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like she should put some feelers out and see what he does. Like, I really like. Do you want to hang some night? Just like, it's, it's, it can okay. be as casual as that, Grant. Right.
0: But let's just take it to the <laughs> conclusion <laughs> he is going to want to hang. Yeah. We're going to sleep together. Yeah. And then. Well,
1: then, what if they just So set when he comes over to work on the
0: condo, yeah. is, is he over there for sex too? Does he kind of double-tip? Well, that's
1: fine. But I. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I gotta spackle this wall and then we can you could, uh, you they know.
1: could set expectations and talk about it from the get go and say, hey, I know you're working with we're working together and that won't, you know, change or whatever. I mean, they could have that conversation.
0: Yeah. Cran
1: is not as hopeful if, as if I
0: you am. wanna live on the edge <laughs> of a confusing life, God bless you. Yeah. But listen, if it's meant to be I don't know. How long is your condo remodel yeah, going to last? Yeah,
1: that's, a, that's a what year? I mean. Like, I would not. I don't advise like workplace relationships because yes, I feel like that's, that's, that's what this would be. It's different though. It's boss. It's just like a temporary gig. So wait,
0: a, it, it is a temporary gig. Yeah. But when the gig is going, mm-hmm. it's a workplace. When the gig yeah. is over, have at it. Yeah. I mean, the day you hand him the last check, <laughs> right. you could say, "I think you're cute." Yeah. And I want to go out or with Or she you.
1: really wants to date him and she doesn't want to mix, she can find another contractor that's, for the next project. That's
0: what I would do. Okay. I just like life I simple. know. I know, Grant. You know. <laughs> Jeannie likes it very complicated. Her life.
1: That is not true. Very
0: complicated. <laughs> We got, when do we get to have the genie dating life show? Mm, 2020, where, where we 2025. <laughs> We're
1: issues. still here in 2025.
0: <laughs> Jeez. That's a long time to wait. <laughs> Five years. Pretty much. Next question. All right, last, last question, last
1: question, Grant. Last one. Okay. I know we are truly in love. He's there for me. Constantly gives me his undivided attention. We have so many things in common. Very much enjoy spending time together. The problem is I have more responsibilities than he does. He wants to be together most of the time. I need breaks because I'm more independent than he is. I don't want to hurt him because he's the sweetest guy. I see a future with him, but I need to make him understand I need more space. When we're apart more, we both are so much happier to see each other again and spend quality time. Do you have any suggestions, Grant? Of
0: course I have some suggestions. (laughs) I
1: know. I
0: know. First of all, I think this is the most normal thing in the world. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: For for two people to have different me time needs is just, you know, that's the way it is. A lot. So, <clears throat> surely this isn't something you're really going to have to explain much to him. Mm-hmm. You just got to talk about it. And you got to say, so listen, you know, one of the, we're, we're similar in so many ways. I love it. Yeah. But w- there are some differences and those aren't a big deal. But there's one I want to talk about. And that is this issue. You know, mm-hmm. you don't seem to need a lot of uh, me time and I do. I wouldn't get into the, I have more responsibilities than you, you know. That starts to sound a little judgy. Yeah, yeah. Just frame it as this way I was born, that's the way you were born. Um, and so, you know, I've got to build into this relationship more time to be by myself. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what you like to do by yourself. Some things are totally natural. I like to run, let's say. Well, most people run by themselves with something in their ears to listen to. And, you know, what can he say about that? Or I like to go for a walk or I like to go read a book. You know, those things are pretty normal solo activities. If what you're saying is I want to go out and eat dinner by myself or I want to go do this or that, that may be harder for him to understand. But still, you're entitled to ask for it. But I think you've got to ask for it. Because he's not yeah. a mind reader. Right.
1: Exactly. He's not the same as you in that way. Right.
0: So yeah. you gotta you got to figure out before you have the conversation, what the hell are you asking for? Are you asking for Sunday mornings to yourself? Are you asking for three nights a week to yourself? You know, bundle up the request so that when he says, okay, I didn't know this was an issue. Uh, what are you telling me? Mm-hmm. If what you're saying is, I I need to go on a vacation by myself once a quarter, (laughs) you know, just be ready so that it's concrete. So he can go, all right, well, sure. Or he can say something back. um, But it's the vague, I have this need for this, and he's not going to know what the hell you mean. That's what you want to avoid here, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think... I think if you come at him with like i love you i think you're the most amazing guy ever and i'm just a person that like i'm a kind of a lone wolf sometimes and i just need a little like quiet time i've always been like that it's i want you to know like it's not you and you're amazing but this is just how i am if you like come at it like that it's kind of like oh all right like and just make him understand that everything is good and you're amazing you're great this is just who i am this is like what i need then i think that's I think that's perfectly reasonable. And if he's as sweet as you say, he's going to understand. So it is about the communication and the way you communicate. That's right. Right, Grant?
0: And I totally agree. You te- people tend to be happier when they're not around each other all the time. They're happier to see each other. Totally. They have things to talk about. Do you know what happened to me today? You know, it, it's. Yeah. I know a guy who works with his wife mm-hmm. all day. And then he goes home and he's with her all night. Yeah, and I I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, but I could not do that. I don't think that that's. I'm not wired like that. Um, So this is a very usual thing, and I think if you do what Jeannie said, and you just lead with the parts of him you love, sort of set up the conversation, butter him up just a little bit. Right. (laughs) I think that'll be uh, well received.
1: Yes. So this doesn't sound like such a huge issue. It's about just being honest and communicating in a, in a positive way and making sure that he feels appreciated. There, there you, go. you go. That is our That's show.
0: That's our show. Every single one of these people got on the internet and wrote us an email. They <laughs> did. Uh, experts at eHarmony.com. And so we would love to hear from you. You can share the show in social media feeds. Let everybody know what's going on here. Um, and then let us solve your problems. So we'll read your problems to everybody. Can't wait. We can't wait to do that, and we won't share your name if you don't want us to. Right, right. So it's The Love Show for Genius Emos. I'm Grant Langston. Thanks for listening.